Hey everybody, welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season 10, episode 13, the one where Joey parlez français. Uh, or as the French say, j'aime flu flu. <laughs> Toot de l'esmore. <laughs> are we just going to do this whole podcast in French since we both are fluent? Since we both are fluent in French? Uh, Hopefully you I guys are too. I don't know if I've said this before, but I actually took four years of French in high school. Mm-hmm. And I do not have a lot to show for it. Je suis la jeune fille. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember much French. It was complicated. It's like difficult to spell and pronounce and and yeah. know. And then I think like the sentence structure was confusing. So it was yeah. not an easy one. Yeah, I... Um... I did some de- I did a decent amount of time on Duolingo in French. Oh. But uh I mean enough to tell you that I have an apple and I you know am a, a girl like, and the turtle wears pants. <laughs> right. I can't speak in any other I can only speak in like caveman sentences. Right. Like I have pants. I have a car. The shirt is I am red. short. The shirt yeah. is red. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have. Like me and a one and a half year old probably have the same skills in French. And honestly, the one year old probably has better skills. But um, yeah, I, you took I was Spanish interested to and, see. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I did. No, no, you're good. I did take Spanish. Yeah. And I'm just, I probably remember more French, to be honest. Really? I was yeah. going to ask. Um, actually, the other day, um, have you ever heard of the beer Cigar City? Have you ever heard no. of that beer? Okay, well, I actually don't even know where they're from, but there's this brewery called Cigar City, and they they maybe they're local because you can find it at a lot of bars around here in Nashville, and they have one called Highlight, which is spelled J-A-I-L-A-I, mm. and it's the sport you know what yep. highlight is, right? Yep. Okay. So if you don't know what highlight is, it's like they have these like hooks on their hands and it's like racquetball except hooks. And you're just like throwing this ball at a crazy speed. Into like imagine hooks. a lacrosse, right? Like it's yes. like a, a the end of a lacrosse stick. That, yes. That, that right. scoopy hooky thing. Scoopy hooky thing. And so you have these scoopy hooky things. They throw like a million miles an hour. It's crazy. But it was really funny. I was on a shoot last week and one of the girls – that works for the client was there and she said something and she was like, Oh yeah, I was a actually majored in Spanish. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you did. I didn't know that. And so like we're chatting about it and I was like, you know, I took four years of Spanish, but can't remember anything. (laughs) Anyway, we get to, we go out to dinner and they have cigar city highlight on the menu. And she's like, July, July, what is this? (gasps) And I was like, okay, Spanish major. (laughs) Why don't you know this? Because I was like, I had to do an oral in high school about high lie. And that is one of the only things I remember in Spanish. I think if you didn't know that that, like, if in that context, it's probably not obvious that it is Spanish. And so you wouldn't, you wouldn't automatically, you know what I mean? Think like. Well, I know, but I just thought it was funny that I, we do a whole unit on sports and right. highlight was one of the sports because it's 
according to my oral, very popular sport in Spain. Is it? I thought it originated um, with like um, Central American, like Native Central Americans, like the Incans. Well, I don't know anything about the Incans. All I know is El Jalai es un juego vasco muy popular en España. That's okay. what I know. They That's also the end of what I know. <laughs> you pass. Um, did you pass Spanish? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I barely passed French. Um Highlight was popular in Florida, too. I mean, we passed too. everything. We got here. We're this far. We got this far, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We got here. Look yeah, at Highlight, Highlight is popular in Florida. There was that one in Miami, remember? Like when yes. you went to the airport? Yes, yes. There was the... Anyway, it's just funny. Um, okay, Spanish major. Like, you how... don't know Highlight. <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny that it's one of the only things I remember from Spanish. Right. It just was ironic. Not that she didn't know. It was just more funny yes. for my own personal. Could finally educate. But um, it was it was interesting. Anyway, would you so, say that yeah, you that's... know you remember more French than you do Spanish? Probably just because it's more recent. Like I did wow. the Duolingo like two years ago, and I did Spanish sixteen years ago. I. Okay, maybe it's the same because I was going to say I did the four years of French and then I did Duolingo Spanish a long time ago, though. I couldn't even tell you what country I was living in at the time. I really don't remember. Um, it wasn't very easy. I don't remember it being super helpful. Um, yeah. But I also just think the exposure to Spanish growing up in Florida. Yeah. Plus, yeah. And it's not like I he- ever hear it here in New Zealand, but um, right. you'd hear it in Chicago more than you'd hear French. And yeah, I right. guess it's just, I think I know more Spanish. I also think it's, I think it's an easier l- language because it's like, it sounds how it, other than J's, it looks how it sounds right. and like A-E-I-O-U are us, always yeah. the same, which is helpful. Yeah. yeah. French is more confusing. I can, I can read much more in Spanish. Right. Much more. Like, but I can't remember how to say anything. You know, like yeah. very little, very, very little. But I could well, read. Like if you better you brush know, off to before you go to Barcelona. I know. <laughs> I know. All I have to do is read. and po- No. You know what? In fact, I was trying to, when I was in college studying abroad, we took a trip to Barcelona. And when we were going, I was like, okay, guys, this is what all of our high school Spanish was for. We need to brush up. We need to be ready to speak Spanish with the people. I'm gonna guess everyone all spoke English. The people to us. spoke English. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, and like not only really did they good we English. Would, yes. And it was the thing where you try to say something in Spanish and they just respond to you in English because they can tell you're not a native speaker. So I was like, after the third day, I was like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> um, I thought this is what I was supposed to do. No, this is not helping <laughs> like, anybody. I'm when I was in um Barcelona, uh it was during the World Cup, I think, in 2014, the Soccer World Cup, and Argentina okay. was in it. And um, I think, was it, is it Messi who plays for FC Barcelona, but is Argentinian? So during like... He, correct. Well, he used yes. to. He now plays for um, Miami. He still plays? He still, he just signed a contract with Miami for something like a hundred million dollars a year for two years or something like that. Okay. I hope he's retiring after number. that because anyway. Ashley, 
Miami played Nashville FC a few months ago and the tickets people were trying to sell their nosebleed tickets. Nashville FC, my friends are season ticket holders and I think the entire season is like $400. People were trying to sell their tickets for $2,000. I think they were buying them. <laughs> because I believe, Messi I was going to be it. there. Yeah, and I'm I like, believe it. He's just going to be in the stadium. You're not going to meet him. No, it's like LeBron James. There's so many people who are like, it's crazy. they're like, any year now, or like any, you know, he's going to retire. Like this will be his last yeah. year. This is our last chance to see him. And he's like the Michael Jordan of the time. And so I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't get, like, I wouldn't do it, but I kind of get where they're yeah. coming from with that. Um, but I was in a bar in Barcelona watching the game with some friends. Um, and I ordered some drink. I don't remember. And the bartender was like, and I did my little like Quantos Questo or whatever, and he was just like Trente ba ba ba, and I like looked at him all confused, and he was like three seventy five. Okay, thank you asked you. the question, but you had no way to take in the response. Yeah, yeah. I and I was like, I didn't study Spanish. I don't know how to say seventy five. Like I, I know oh one through gosh. ten, maybe up to twenty. Like, <laughs> yeah. But it was just oh, funny because the way really he answered funny. it, I was like. All right, we get it. You're bilingual yeah. and I'm an idiot. Here's your five euro. Quantos Questas. <laughs> That's really funny. I actually did see Messi play in Barcelona. Oh, wow. A hundred years ago when, you know, he started playing when I was in Barcelona. Um, uh, el fútbol es un juego vasco muy popular in España. En España. Y la mando. El Mondo. The world. What does that mean? The world. Oh, right. <laughs> Mundo. It's Mundo. Oh, sorry. It's Mond in French. So you can see where I'm confused. Hey, speaking of, a little funny, um, fun fact about this episode. Um, so it's the one where Joey speaks French. But in France, they had to change it to the one where Joey speaks Spanish. And so... Phoebe's trying to teach Joey Spanish when they dub over it. Oh my gosh. Dub over it. That's so not really funny? funny. I don't know why they didn't just do French. Because but... he would have been. I mean, because they have to know he's speaking English, right? <laughs> Right? Oh, I guess because if it's like, oh, right. Because I guess it has to be a different when language. She's like, Je m'appelle Claude. He's yeah. like Jean Claude. She says, but I guess it wouldn't be any different yeah. than them saying the rest of the script. So they have to differentiate with like, okay, now right. we're trying to learn the other language. Okay, That's that makes really sense. funny. Yeah, I didn't even think Lord, about it. Joey speaks Spanish. <laughs> Mi nombre es. I would love to watch that now and see what kind of like random bullcrap Spanish he comes up with. Yeah. Um, probably not as good no. as yours, Renee. Don't worry. Tibidabo. <laughs> Mine, the Spanish I've spoken so far on this episode has been 100% legit. It's been muy bien. I've just only um, said that highlight is a popular, is popular sport in, in Spain. And soccer is a popular so sport. So everybody remember that, okay? Just, um, it's important. When you go out of the country, you may need this information. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to seem like you've never been anywhere. <laughs> Speaking of going <sighs> on vacations and coming back, Phoebe's back from her honeymoon. 
Yay. Yay. Well, they don't tell us where, but she's like, it was amazing. Yeah. It was so romantic. And they're like, oh, well, where's Mike? Oh, he hasn't pooped in three days. He's at the doctor. <laughs> or he hasn't pooped the whole time we were there. Um, and so Joey's like, oh, I'm so glad you're back. I need help. Um, I need your help. I um, have an audition and it's in French and I need you to help teach me French. And they're like, what? And he's like, well, you know, on the back of my resume or back of my headshots, whatever my resume says that I can speak French. And Ross is like, you really shouldn't lie on your resume, Joey. <laughs> and I like, and Monica's like, no, you shouldn't. How was that year long dig in Cairo? He's like, it was all right. <laughs> it was okay. Um, um, but then Phoebe says something in French. Do you know what she says? I know she starts with we bien sûr, which is like, yes, of course. And then I didn't follow the rest of it. Should I look it up? L- wait, let me look it up and see. Do you want to try to say it? Oh, I already looked it, it up. Okay, you try to up. say it in French. I'm looking it up right now. Wait, why are you looking it up? I already looked it up. Well, I, I, I had the tab open. Okay. Are you going to say it in French? Oui, bien sûr, je parle français. Qu'est-ce que c'est que tu pensais alors? Pretty close. Okay. Uh, I am also not a French speaker, so French speakers out there, you can correct us further. But I think it's, oui, bien sûr, je parle français. Qu'est-ce que tu penses alors? Um, Which, oui, bien sûr, je parle français is, yes, of course I speak French. Yes. Um. Qu'est-ce que tu penses alors? Uh, qu'est-ce, que, qu'est-ce que tu penses? Um, pense, I think, is think. So it's like, what do you think? I don't know what allure means. I mean, it's kind of like a... It's used a lot in idioms. Like, zut alors is a swear. Yeah, so it looks like... French people. D- so I direct translated it, and it says, what do you think then? But I think it's like, of course I speak French. What did you think? Like uh, that kind yes. of thing. Yes. I th- that's kind of the gist, I think, the way she says it and the context. I'm assuming that's more of what it is. Tout le placer pour moi, mon ami. I think that's anything for you, my friend. If I had to guess the next part that she says. When Joey says, will you yeah, help probably. me? I really want to be in this play. Yes, the pleasure's all mine, my friend. Ah, there you go. What about okay. Je m'appelle Claude? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, what about Toot de la S'more? <laughs> what, about, what about Je me flee flu? Um, <laughs> um, I'm just looking up Toot de la S'more. It means all of the s'more. <laughs> Toot de la S'more. All of the s'more. Um, <laughs> yes. So, oh, another fun fact, full of them. So we know that um, Lisa Kudrow speaks French in real Wait. life. Uh, so does Matt LeBlanc. Because he's Canadian. Is Matt LeBlanc Canadian? Matthew 100%. Perry's Canadian. Oh, wait. Right. Maybe I mean, it's LeBlanc. the LeBlanc side of the family. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, LeBlanc does sound uh, très français, but... Si, oui. <laughs> yeah um, oh yeah you're totally right but yes apparently he is also fluent in french according Maybe to imdb i don't know i didn't fact check it 
he must have taken his high school French seriously. Mm. And that um, senior class trip to the the French his, class trip to France. His father is of French Canadian descent. Oh, okay, cool. So that makes sense. Tout à l'heure. Oui, bien sûr. Tout à l'heure. Okay. Um, so she's being mm. all cute. And Rachel's getting all turned on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> you got to stop. Um, this just reminds me of in my French class freshman year, that kid who had just moved to Florida from Canada and spoke <laughs> French because he was French Canadian and like moved down from Montreal or whatever. Like, how did they let him take French? Didn't they make Truman take French because he spoke Spanish? Yes. Uh, Did they? Was Truman in my French class? I I don't know. I don't remember. He was. He was definitely in your French class. He for sure was. Sorry, Truman. I forgot. Um, But I thought they made him do that. I think but they now took I don't it, like, this guy Tom somehow slipped through the cracks. Maybe because he had, like, just enrolled and was a new student. But um, he definitely spoke fluent French. <laughs> and just instead spent all of French class stealing gum out of my purse. Because he <laughs> was not was otherwise of her stimulated. <laughs> and now. He, instead, he launched into a life of crime. Yeah, seriously. He was assaulting his classmates. But you also had a crush on him for a while, so... I did. I did. That was my you bad. You probably were fine with him stealing the gum. No, until... I think both things were true. I think I had a crush on him, but I still <laughs> didn't want him taking my gum. Ashley was like, oh, he's he can't know I like him. I have to be mad that he took my gum. You're cute, you but buy your own gum. can't treat him differently just because I sporadically love him. Do you know who else used to steal my gum with him was your arch nemesis in high school, Will. <sighs> See? Equally annoying. Very annoying. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> Ashley and I both had boys in elementary that we went to elementary through high school with. And in high school, they became each other's best friends. <laughs> and we, I just... We, I we didn't always, like them. I think you missed that part. We, we boys, Oh, sorry. We, yeah. Will like annoyed our... me. Alex annoyed Ashley. Like, yes. from third grade on. Yes. And then in ninth grade, they became best friends, even though we went to middle school. They both went to our middle school. But for some I reason, think they were on they the didn't. golf team together in high school. So, okay. Yeah. They just became like best friends in high school. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're joining forces to annoy annoying us. Annoying best friends. <laughs> <sighs> we weren't uh, annoying, of course. Just obviously them. not. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, wishing them the best. Hi, guys, if you're listening. Hi, bye. Um, so Phoebe's like, okay, cool. This is easy. The first sentence is, I am Claude. So je m'appelle Claude. He's like, je me flou flee. But she's like, what? No, je m'appelle Claude. And whatever he says. Hold on real quick. Okay. The thing about this is that he doesn't actually have to be fluent in French to make this work. He just needs to be able to memorize French, right? Yeah, one would assume that he just needs to be able to read what's in front of him on the script in well, a convincing and I know, accent. Yes, but I know that like re- like we were saying, reading French is not like 
reading Spanish where you can kind of like suss out the pronunciation. Oh as yeah, well. you're right. You're right. So if he got but her to tell Phoebe him what to helping say. Him, right. Yes. And then you can make your own notes on like, okay, this sounds more like this. Phonetic. Yeah. Um like make your own phonetic notes. And kind of like the Australian, if you say razor blades or right rise blades, yeah. It's like rise up lights with an Australian accent. Have you ever heard that? Oh yeah, before? rise up lights. Rise of yeah. lights. Rise of lights. Rise <laughs> of lights. But if you figure out ways to use, you know, use the intonations to work for you, you should be fine. But he's not even saying words that she's saying. I don't understand. Well, neither does he. <laughs> <laughs> neither does she. They do break it. And so she's being so patient. She's like, you know what? Let's break it down to syllables. Je, me, pel. Yes. Claude, and he can do that. Je m'appelle Claude. Je me floufli. Yeah, um, she's doing a great job. She is. I, I personally feel like if this was me, a much earlier point than she gets to, I would have been like, yeah, sorry, this actually isn't my job, uh, nor my problem. I would have just been like, you aren't going to that audition. Sorry. Like... <laughs> You can go, but you're not going to be able to speak French, and there's nothing here I can do to help you. So maybe you, at better this point, luck next time. You would already time. do that. Oh yeah. If we tried to break down the syllables, and I said je me pel Claude, and he ended up with je me floufli, I would be like, okay, I just don't think you're going to be able to do this. <laughs> like, or maybe I'd record yeah. myself saying it and have him play it over and over and record it, but I would not feel personally responsible at any point past this. Would you keep trying to help? Um, I think I would try for longer than the two minutes you're suggesting. Um, nah, I got other but stuff I got to do. I got other stuff I got to do. But I think if I tried this syllable thing several, like if I tried a few different ways and he wasn't getting out, I'd be like, yeah, so this isn't working. But I mean, she kind of does at a certain point. She's like, you're just making friends. She just like loses it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So, but he thinks he is. And that's where the problem lies. Especially when he listens to the tape and the guy's like, good job. And he's like, thank you. <laughs> the guy said I was doing a great job on the tape. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that would be maddening. But it's also kind of like when I feel like Joey gets mad at Phoebe because she is um, like overacting. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. That's right. Like, There's oh, no threatened time. By me. Yeah, that's I'm right. a triple threat. Um, yeah, so I don't know. This is just the blind leading the blind here. But... I mean, Phoebe does speak French, but. Yes, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I guess I just, I don't know. Look, I've been like a trainer before. I know there's like different styles and different ways. But if somebody is like truly like I'm saying black and you're going white, like, okay, right. I don't know how to help you. <laughs> or schma. <laughs> schna? Like, yeah, like not a word. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Say um, black. <laughs> um, I'm Chandler. <laughs> um, 
So Joey goes to his audition because he has the audacity. Um, and he's butchering it. Um, and I love when he's like, come on, French it up. And like, he <laughs> French just it up. <laughs> really thinks he's doing fine. Oh my um, gosh. And everybody else is just like, what's happening? Like, yeah, seriously. And Phoebe, the oh. ultimate friend, comes in and yeah. is like, oh, I heard this man speaking my local dialect. And the director's like, or the casting director is like, I'm sorry, what? And so then she's like, starts speaking to him in French and is like, okay, listen, this is my little brother. He's a little bit slow. Um, Could you just humor him and tell him he did a good job and we'll be on our way or whatever? Yeah. (laughs) Good job, job, little buddy. buddy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's so nice of Phoebe. Because if that was you and he had annoyed you to no end and you'd been like, I'm trying to help. And he's like, well, I don't need your help. I'm actually speaking French perfectly. And yeah. you're like, no, yeah. you're not. I feel like the last thing I would want to do is go have somebody else get in on it to make him think. Like, wouldn't you want to be like, Joey, it's okay. It's just you see you weren't speaking French. So next time you need to listen to me. Like that is 100% what I could see myself saying. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't know. want to be mean. I just would want him to know that I was right. Yeah. We're talking about this. We were talking about this with work stuff the other day. We're like the hard line between. So like a lot of times in production, people don't communicate what they need in a timely manner. And then at the last minute, they're like, oh, we can't have like somebody was talking about they had to get up they were doing props and somebody was like could we add a baby grand piano they were like for tomorrow <laughs> like where do you expect me to get that from so the thing is is often you can bust your butt call every place in town figure it you know but sometimes you just want to be like no no ask me in that time. yeah that would have been a last but, week problem but then when the end result comes they're like well wardrobe didn't get it in time oh production didn't get it in time oh right of course you you're know like no no art didn't get it in time and it but you're not there to defend yourself and so it reflects on you and so I feel like it is like we always want to teach someone a lesson by this stuff but I don't know I don't know it was really nice of her to swoop in and save him um but yeah yeah I, I hear what you're know. saying yeah I don't know. I don't know either. Neither does Joey. Um, so they go back to his apartment and she's like, all right, look, we're taking off the stuff on your resume. That's not true. And so they're going through and they're like tap dancing. Would nope. do it. Yeah. No. Archery. No. Horseback riding. Could do it, but would fall off a lot. <laughs> would fall off a lot. <laughs> uh, and then they get to can drink a gallon of milk in 10 seconds. And she's like, he's like, that I can do. She's like, come on, 10 seconds. Yeah, and he's seriously. like, let me show you. And then proceeds to pour milk all over his body. Which it's longer than 10 seconds, but it's still it more so hilarious that he doesn't break while pouring milk How on How does he not laugh? 
I have no idea. And just keep doing Because, I mean, like, it actually kind of almost has to be drowning you in a way because he's pouring it all over his nose and mouth. He can It cannot be easy to breathe doing this. No, no. He, you kind of have to just, like, close your throat, hold your breath, and pour. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. But do you remember in college they had the gallon challenge? Yes. During the first week of school. Yeah. And everyone started power um, chucking. And and yeah, everyone started violently vomiting after. Because it's really bad uh, for you. Well, your body is just like, nope, not doing that. Um, uh, yeah, that's what it made me think of as the gallon challenge. I forgot about that, actually. And they had to do it on a tarp because people, ugh, ew, yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> Didn't our friend Nick do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he did it every year. At why? Like, he's just that kind of guy. Spewing in front of all of his classmates? <laughs> he's just like, you know, he surfs, he skateboards, he drinks a gallon of milk, you know? It's like a whole part of the he whole He surfs, he skates, he burfs. It's like, he just pukes everywhere. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, he was still like one of the hottest guys in our school. I just think it's funny that it's like how men can get away with like, oh, I'm just going to like throw up in front of everybody. And like, it's like, yep, that's fine. That's fine. That's totally fine. Ugh, yuck. Oh, college. Um, oh, college. Gotta love it. Um. Okay. So next we have... Erica. So if you'll remember, it was just last episode, right? Um, oh, no, sorry. Last episode was the wedding. Two episodes. No, three, four, a little while ago. Um, Chandler and Monica fly to Ohio to meet Erica in the one with the birth yes. mother. Yes. That was, that was maybe like, like maybe four three or four episodes ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... And that's the one where she thought Chandler was a doctor and Monica was a reverend. And Monica also thought she was a reverend. Um, <laughs> my flock. My flock is good. My flock takes care of itself. My flock is oh, good. I heard that phrase in so long. Um, but they were like, Erica isn't, you know, she's never been to New York and she wanted to visit and she's not going to be able to fly soon because she's so pregnant. So mm-hmm. we wanted to bring her out here and, you know, show her the sights, which I think is so lovely. That's really nice. It's really sweet. The whole thing is really sweet. Like that she's getting to do something fun that I don't know. They're getting they to, know to know her, her. a little it's bit more. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. nice. Yeah. Um, I like the whole thing. It's super cute. And so um, Monica's baking her cookies, which Rachel takes one of, and we'll talk about that later. But um, she's like, I want the baby to come out all cute and fat. Um, And so in comes Erica. And man, do they make her look really, I was going to say Ohioan, but I think it's just like Midwestern. Yeah. I'm like, why is she wearing like... um... Like the top that goes with scrubs and a Aeropostale snowboarding jacket, like we did the first time we well, went. Well, I, I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> are you asking why she wore an Aeropostale snowboarding jacket? Because <sighs> ask that question in a mirror, my friend. I know, but she lives in Ohio. They have snow. Florida, we did not have it. Well, maybe that was her snow jacket. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she it surfs, was the she same. She skates, she snowboards. She... <laughs> 
Well, honestly, this is the same year we were wearing Aeropostale snow jackets. So they, so they really had a chokehold on the they were uh, having a moment. winter culture. <laughs> what was, was it- unacceptable was the, when I wore it when I studied abroad in college because I still didn't know that you could have a jacket that wasn't waterproof <laughs> for the winter. <laughs> I didn't know the options weren't just a hoodie or a athletic you know, gear. Yeah. <laughs> goose weight <laughs> snowboarding, snowboarding attire. Um, is this also the year that snowboarding goggles as an accessory were popular? I feel like those were a little earlier, more like late 90s. Okay. Early 2000s. Like can't hardly wait. Yes, which was exactly. Like eighth or ninth grade. Okay. Um, so a few years earlier. Honestly, fashion industry is just like, they are just having a laugh. Like, oh, do you know what the hot accessory is going to be? Snowboarding goggles. Oh, do you know what the trend is going to be? Snowboarding jackets. Like, they're just grabbing things, throwing it on the wall, and like laughing all the way to the bank. Yep. Well, there's always been, I mean, fashion is not practical. It's not. It's always like... I mean, Carhartt was really big there for a few years. Carhartt. Oh, and yeah. now, like, Stanley cups are really popular. Matt was like, Stanley's like a like a work tool brand. Yeah, like it's a, like Caterpillar. White, like a, yes, it's like the a blue collar lunchbox. Yes. <laughs> and also, it's trendy. And he's like, I don't understand. It's like Walmart lunchbox brand. I'm like, I don't make the rules, babe. I don't know. <laughs> It's lumberjack. It's chic. just what's popular. It's it's I, construction I chic. Yeah, construction I don't either. Chic. I mean, flannels. Um, looking like flannels were really popular in the nineties, yeah. and then again yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what you well, it's wear like under my your theory, car heart. Right. It's like my theory with like everything that we do now for leisure. It we used to just do for survival, like running, camping, hunting, fishing. You know making sourdough like these were all like survival like we had to do them to survive and now we're like oh I have some time this weekend I think I'm gonna bake a sourdough and go for a hike Um, what is what does that have to do with the Carhartts and the Stanleys that just like uh what is functional becomes fashionable like in the same you Uh, know like you don't need a flannel there's a reason that lumberjacks were wearing flannel totally now we just wear them because they're fashionable right so and they're, why they're fashionable, I will never know. This is my point is I well, think they're just like grabbing random stuff. I don't know. Is it like, ooh, blue collar. Look, me too. I'm blue collar. Ooh, yeah. Blue, ooh, blue collar. So relatable. Ooh, <laughs> ooh working. So uh, <laughs> what's that like? Ooh, that must be fun for you. Let me try. Um, yes. So <laughs> they do make her look very Ohioan. Uh, and Chandler's like, you know, they're like, oh, she's like, I want to see all the sites. I want to see the Empire State Building. I want to, you know, Statue of Liberty, blah, 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 Times Square. And I do love when Chandler's like, oh, I hate all those. He says this earlier, not in front of her, but he's like, I hate all those places that you're packed in there like sardines and, you know, somebody's mooing. <laughs> well, if you hate it so much, why do you do it? Why do you do it? Um, did you feel like herded cattle when we were in New York together most recently? No, I didn't. Did you? No. Um, I, I, no, I didn't. I didn't feel like that. I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. I've seen it from Battery Park and then like from flying. When we flew in, we had this amazing 
view of the Manhattan skyline. Um, it was it was so cool. And we were flying in at like 6 p.m. or something. So it was just like mm-hmm. kind of going on golden hour. Oh, it was awesome. That um, was fun. But I've, yeah, I've um, not been to a lot of, I, I've not been to the Empire State Building, Chrysler Building. I've been to the Empire State Building and the, the Chrysler Building, you like just go in the lobby. I guess you could, probably could pay to go up. I didn't do that. Same with Empire State Building, but I don't remember it being that busy. Mm. The Statue of Liberty is busy because you have to ferry out there. Yeah. Um. And then you get out there and you have like timed tickets though. So it's not really that bad. But when you, so we did the one, there's different like, you know, like anything. There's like different things you can book. And we booked the one where you could go up in the crown Ooh. and look out. Um, Which is like a harder, there's just, I mean, there's less access because it's a small space. So there's just inherently less tickets available. But we were there for a month and so we were like, well, we'll just book it when we can find a ticket, you know? But I would recommend it. It is really cool. But, like, you walk up, like, a narrow stairway, and then you're in this, you know, the crown. But I don't remember ever feeling herded like cattle. I feel like at Disney is more like being in herding like cattle. Or, or TSA. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. People are just I, yelling at you and pointing and making you walk through mazes. We call them the Disney queue um, at the airport here oh, when you've yeah. got like the rope yeah. set up and you have to like zigzag. Yep. They're like, oh, yeah, we've, mm-hmm. you know, we've got the Disney queues down in zone A. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. I do think it would be interesting. You know where I would like to go is um, Ellis Island. Yeah. That's have you where been? the Statue of Liberty is. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, and you go into the whole thing. Um, oh, maybe it's not on the same island, but the, you if you book one, I think they both, like you get to go to both. Now I can't remember. Because we did it all at the same time. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Totally worth um, the trip. I think this could just be one of those things your family tells you and it's like a myth. But, um, well, no, I know that my grandparents came through my great grandparents yeah. came through Ellis Island. And so like, yeah, I don't know. Would they have like documentation there of them doing that maybe? Yeah. You can look it up. They have it all digitized now um, because the books are all old. Right. Of course. But They're not like letting people flip I, through them. Yeah. Well, they used to, oh, but wow. I don't, they don't anymore. But um, my grandpa came through Ellis Island too, but I couldn't find him. But I also was like, you know, he spoke Italian and his last name changed. I looked up all the names I could think of, but I don't know. I couldn't find Aww. him. But Have it's still fun to try. Have you census data for them? I found census data, but only of him as an adult. I never found him as a kid. Okay. Um, like, I found him once him and my grandma had gotten married. So. I was able to find um, I was able to find census data from like the 30s mm-hmm. from my grandpa. So he was like, I think it was like the first year they were in America. Um, yeah. But yeah, I should go look up the Ellis Island records because it, yeah, yeah anyway, it's very fun. Yeah, very um, fun. Yeah, I feel like the I feel like Disney and TSA are worse than New York being herded. 
but Disney and T- yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But maybe Chandler hasn't done. I mean, TSA wasn't really quite what it is That's now. True. It Even was, in 04, it I was in think. its infancy. Yeah, it was just it was just growing into the beast it is. Um, by the way, somebody I saw somebody post um, on Instagram yesterday from uh, it was. I don't know if it was Heathrow or Gatwick, but it was one of the London airports. Oh, no. And it was like, we're trialing something. Leave your liquids and your electronics in your bag. We're trialing like oh, a new gosh. x-ray technology. And he was like, we're healing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Matt and I, I were like, just talking about that nice. today because Heathrow is one of the worst. They still micromanage you to make you put it in their Ziploc bag. Oh, that's annoying. Also, like, really expensive. Annoying. Like, now they have to be procuring Ziploc bags. Like, come on. I'm like, right. What a waste. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's really annoying. It's one of the only airports that I have been to that cares. Mm. Um, as long as you don't have full-size stuff, people are like, okay, fine. Just go, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it needs to be in, like, a small enough bag that it's not, like, a huge bag full of... Right, like it's supposed to be like a small right. bag with three ounce stuff, so you don't have like but also gallons right. of. Yeah, I don't know, girl. I don't know. But even Formulas, like at Heathrow, they're like stuff. take, they're like take your chapstick out of your purse. I'm like, oh my gosh, like your so hand you, I mean, cream you have to has like, to be everything, that's so literally annoying. everything. So that's why it's like, well, yeah, I've got a hand sanitizer, a chapstick, and a hand cream, and maybe something else in my purse when I fly, like face cream. Yeah. But I probably also have those things packed. So I have duplicates, which is annoying when you're trying to shove it all in one bag. So everybody want to know my hot tip for getting around the TSA in Heathrow? Have your stuff pre-packed in bags. Even if it doesn't fit in only one bag, put it in a second bag, but have it ready to go. And then when you pull your stuff out, just put it in different bins. So it looks like two separate people's worth of stuff. If you are struggling to shove it all in, they're going to know. But if you're ready and you just split it up, no one cares. That's how I get through <laughs> every time. And that is how Renee is terrorizing the the world. Yes. And my ter- my reign of terror continues. <laughs> um, no, that's actually a really good point because as long as they're in separate bins, who knows what's happening? And I don't, they just right. don't care. Um, they so don't maybe, care. Maybe, maybe, we're, maybe we're on our way back. With this trial. So exciting. Yay. Um, Love to see it. Love to see it. Well, yes. It's really good. So they, anyway, they take Erica around New York and Chandler comes back as super tourist. I love this city. (laughs) Um, This kind of reminds me of Ben where like Ben can get really cynical (laughs) about stuff where he's just like, oh, that's so lame. Or like, oh, that's so cheesy. And then I think he surprises himself with how much he enjoys stuff. Um, Case in point, he wasn't ever like, he wasn't saying anything cheesy about Tokyo. Um, He loves a weird museum. So like we went to the Cup Noodle Museum and like he wasn't naysaying that. Like he was excited to go. There's just other things he can tend to be a little bit cynical about. But we get to the Cup Noodle Museum and he's like, all right, and starts rubbing his hands together and goes, let's get some souvenirs. <laughs> I was like, who are you? Like, who am I dating? Because, you know, I'm like, mm, maybe a magnet, maybe a postcard for, like, my family. Let's get out of here. Like, I don't want a bunch of crap. No, he mm-hmm. wanted all the crap. <laughs> That's so funny. It is funny. Like, I feel like when I was 
really young. I think it was partially thinking that touristy stuff was lame and partially not having any money. I couldn't afford to be a tourist, you know, like I could afford to get to the place, but then I couldn't like pay to get into anything else. <laughs> like I've right. already got a plane ticket. That's where all my money has gone. You're like I'm here. Um, it's the best I can but do. As, right. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, there is a reason this stuff is popular. There's a reason that people want to see the Statue of Liberty, you know? Um, oh, sorry. I'm distracted. There's three deer right outside my window. There's deer just outside eating fruit from Aww, the orchard. Except for you don't have fruit or an orchard, but there are deer. Um, but yeah, it's like you get older, you're like, like when I lived in London, I never went to the Tower of London. And it is so cool. Like there is so much history. It's amazing. And it's not that expensive. It's like 28 or $30. You know, it's not that bad to go. But I think for a long time I resisted because I was like, oh, it's like the, your typical stuff. And I'm like, well, sometimes things are typical for a reason because they're worth seeing, you know? Not everything. Like some no. things maybe are cheesy or not worth your time. Like a lot of the like actual cheesy stuff, like the London Eye, I've never done that. I will never do that. I don't care about it. Um but like the Tower of London is like a major historical site. Yeah. Well, that sounds cool because the history, you know, and I, I also think a lot of this stuff is just, it's really up to the, like what's cheesy and what's interesting and cool. It's really your so subjective. Personal. Because, yeah. yeah, we've got a friend from high school that I don't think you were ever friends with her. Um, I was, we were friends. We weren't like close or anything, but she's lovely. And she started traveling a ton after school. But I just remember thinking like, oh, all she does is like all the cheesy tourist stuff. You know, it's like, I went to New mm-hmm. Zealand and went to Hobbiton or like whatever, whatever. And right to be and like some of that stuff does still kind of make me roll my eyes a little bit. She obviously enjoys it. And so like, right great it's her money and she's not making me go um there is part of me that's like uh but you're not like really experiencing but again like okay well I don't know I don't know it's like you don't have to like gatekeep traveling and some of that stuff like you said some of it actually is quite fun like I went to Hobbiton with a friend who visited who really likes Lord of the Rings it was so cool it was actually really fun so I don't know I guess it's just like there's there's lots of things I've been told, oh, you have to do this when we when you go somewhere. And sometimes yeah. like afterwards we're like, dang it, that was such a tourist trap we just fell into. And yeah. other times we're yeah. like, that was fun. And you just don't really know yeah. until you do it. No, you don't. And I think like there's also something about when you live somewhere that tourists are annoying. Even though yes. when you go somewhere else, you're the tourist and you're annoying to someone else. When you're where you live, like when I I live in Nashville, we have a lot of tourists. They are annoying to me. The things they do are annoying. When you get stuck behind a party tractor and you're like, why, why? Just why? End of question. Why? Mm. People like want to do, I mean, Nashville, that's the thing. I don't think Nashville has a lot of like actually good things. It's just like downtown is honky tonks. And I'm like, eh, but no one who lives here does that. You know, and so I think that that's why, but people love it. People who visit love it. They want to go there right. and that's what they want to do. So, you know, whatever. But I feel like part of Chandler's, um, he's yucking on her yum because he lives there and <laughs> him encountering tourists is annoying, you know, 
So he's like, why would I want to do this? But you also I, never yeah. do the stuff where you live, you know? Yes. And you miss out sometimes I kind because of get, you're just, yeah. I kind of get that point with like, because you live there. So so with the Nashville thing, it's almost like, okay, great. Let the tourists do that because then they're not like clogging up your favorite hot spots, which yes. I'm like, good, see ya. Um, I never want to tell people restaurants I like because I'm like, I don't want them to get written up in some magazine and yes, all tourists. I, I can't go. Um, I did kind of feel that way when I lived in Chicago when people would visit and they'll be like, mm. I'm at the Bean. And I'm like, okay, tell me when you're done with that. And then you can come visit me in my very cool neighborhood, um, which I probably was a bit uptight about. And But also I'm like, I don't want to go see the Bean again. It's stupid. And you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Right. It is literally just a mirror shaped like a bean. That's and everybody That's takes it. pictures of themselves and that's I mean, it. And I have one of us in yes. the bean. And it's like, the whole point is that you're supposed to be able to see the skyline, like, reflected back. But nobody takes the photo of the oh. skyline. They just take a picture of themselves. <laughs> Which, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. You know what um, we did in Chicago that was not, it was touristy, but it was really fun? The bicycle tour? The bike tour. You talk about this all the time. You loved it. It was so fun. I mean, I love it was history. Fun. I, it was a gorgeous day. We had like amazing That's weather. True. Yeah. And it was just fun. I had never done anything. I had done walking tours before, but I'd never yeah. done a bike tour. And it was just really fun and different. So yeah, I thought that was great. Well, and you know what I'm I never did you when you it. lived in Chicago? Was the architecture um, boat tour. Oh, that's actually cool. And that's a shame because I love yeah. architecture. I and never I did it when I, mean, I lived I, in Chicago either. You didn't? That's probably why you never did it. Yeah. So you've um, never been? I went in winter this year with Ben when we were in Chicago oh, for a couple days. Burr. And it was there was literally snow on the boat. No yeah. thanks. It was too cold. So I would actually really love to go back in summer and do it. Um, okay. It was just expensive. And I didn't have like tons of excess cash when I was living there for most of my time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nor like a keen interest in architecture. But it's highly worth it. If for some reason you're in Chicago, go do it. Otherwise, maybe next time we're both there, whenever that might be. Um, okay. It's cool. It's worth it. We took the water okay. taxi down to Chinatown, but we never did the architecture boat tour. Maybe you didn't do that with me. I took the water taxi to Chinatown I, a lot with multiple yeah, people. Yeah, I never did that. I That's never like did that. $10 versus like 50 right. for the architecture The poor tour. man's architecture boat tour. Yeah, but um, no, definitely go do it. So, so yeah, so Chandler really enjoys it. Um, and then Erica is like do you guys have any questions for me? And they're like, oh, you know, it kind of turns serious. And they're like, yeah, well, actually, yeah. like, it would be really good to know a little bit more about the baby's father. Because I'm assuming with the adoption, they probably both get some files on each other about, like, medical history and that type of stuff. Um, yeah. But they don't know anything After about they the were, father. Even though they asked John Stamos all sorts of intrusive questions. <laughs> Um, to make sure he was physically. I notice you're uh, e enjoying that meal with a full set of beautiful white teeth. <laughs> you know, it's not funny. Male pattern baldness. Male pattern We're teeth people. <laughs> We're teeth people, Zach. <laughs> um, um, yes. And so 
she's like, yeah, he was my high school sweetheart, captain of the football team. You know, we dated for a few years and we thought we were in love, but then he ended up going off to college um, on a football scholarship. And so we had to break it off and I was pregnant. I guess she's supposed to be 18 in this, which is not believable, but that's okay. And they're she's like, like 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she, she can pass for her real age, which is 28. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, even though they tried to give her I'm a feathered 20. Um, Yes. And so then she's like, yep, I'm pretty sure it's him. And they're like, sorry, what? And she's like, well, I've only ever been with two guys, but they sort of overlapped. And they're like, oh, what about the other guy? Did he also go away to college? No, he's in prison because he killed his dad with a shovel. <laughs> Shovely Joe. Shovely Joe. Yeah. And so um, Monica and Chandler, after they drop Eric off at the airport, are like, um, oh, no, maybe it's the night before. Or, yeah, it's the night. It's like during the night. They're like, are you sleeping? And she's like, no, I am never assume I am never sleeping again. Right. Assume and from Monica's, now on that I'm always awake. Monica's like, maybe we're overreacting. And Chandler's like, of course you'd say that. You're his mother. He probably loves his mother. His mom tattooed on his shovel-wielding arm. <laughs> so we get to the bottom of it because Monica takes Erica out for lunch the next day before they go off to the airport. And she's like, it's, don't worry, it's not the shovel killer guy. Because the way that they did it, it would be pretty hard to get pregnant. And Chandler's like, the thing we hardly ever do or the thing we never do? The thing we never do. <laughs> Shovely Joe. Shovely Joe. So it's... Well, at least they know it's the football guy. It's the football not guy. the shovel killer. Not, not the <laughs> shovel-wielding arm. Sure, he okay. loves his mother. <laughs> So the final thing going on um, is Ross and Rachel. So Ross comes over, tries to eat one of the cookies that Monica baked and gets his hand slapped. And he's like all mad because he's like, Rachel was supposed to meet me here like 20 minutes ago and I'm supposed to be picking up Emma. And, you know, and Rachel comes in and he's like, oh, oh, was there a sale at Barney's? Oh, no, I'm sh I'm sorry. Of course you can't call. Like, I don't know, just being such a jerk. He is. And, and I understand he's frustrated that she's late, but he's being so snappy. Uh, be frustrated, but like, shouldn't you give the mother of your child and one of your best friends, like, the benefit of the... I hate this. I just think everybody should give everybody else the benefit of the doubt. On, this is not all the time a strong un suit. Until proven otherwise. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's, like, you know, innocent until proven guilty is the letter of the law, but... We're it. We it could just be like guilty Rach, until you're proven innocent. Thirty minutes late. Like what happened? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Or like, yep. hi. Yeah. Like anything. I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, I can understand. Ooh. Yeah. He's just being so sassy. Petty. Petty. Small. Petty. Small. <laughs> petty. <laughs> um. And so she's like, my father had a heart attack while I was at Barney's. Aww. Um, and suddenly so he's like. So supportive Ugh. and snuggly, and honestly, just that's so flips. annoying. I would be grossed out if Ross was my boyfriend or whatever and behaved this way. So, real quick, two things. Okay, one, Ross. It is really interesting to me how suddenly 
Well, okay. I kind of said this too soon. She says that he gets all snuggly and then he's like, I want to go out to Long Island with you. You know, for me. Oh, and, yeah, because she's like, you don't have to. And he's like, no, yeah. please, let me do it for me. Yeah, for me, which is very sweet. Um, But suddenly I feel like, oh, they're really like making them all lovey-dovey. And this also is in the next episode where I'm like, this is like suddenly a switch has flipped and Ross and Rachel are much more coupley to me. Hmm. Um, even despite what happens, you know, at the end of this episode. But um, yeah, I just noticed that. And I was going to say something else and I don't remember now. So maybe I'll tell you later. Okay. Tell me later when you think of it. <laughs> okay. um, this, the vibes he's giving me here, it, maybe it's just because I'm reading this. I read this book called It Ends With Us. Have Calling you heard River. it? It's, yeah, I would say very popular. Like I read. have not read any of her books because I have seen a lot of critical uh, responses that are like, it's it's terribly written. <laughs> um, it's, like all her it's, books are terribly written. It's just like really... catchy plot lines. Yes. It's very like, I actually don't take offense to this. I kind of thought you would like it because I thought you sort of liked like a flirty, like there's a romance, but there's like a twist and like, that's kind of I your genre, I do like right? that sometimes, sometimes, I don't know, but I, it is really hard for me when the writing is bad. I haven't noticed the writing being bad, which I'm okay. Like okay. gonna admit and maybe I'm an idiot, but I definitely feel like other book and I've complained about them on this podcast there's other books that I'm like I could write better than this and I am not a writer but like there was that one yeah. with like the Australian girl in New York City and I'm like this is terrible and it's so obvious what's about to happen and it's just like oh. not interestingly written um I don't know that I didn't, one. Uh, d- well I'm not don't worry about it it's garbage um but <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like watch it's also a Colleen Hoover book <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. I didn't know she had a whole thing. I only know her from these two. The it ends with us and then it starts with us. Um, maybe just read it and see what you think. Like make your okay. own. You know, get it from the library or something. Isn't it? Or, is it? Is there like a lot of domestic abuse or like yes. abusive so I relationships? Say, I feel like a lot of her books are like that. People have said. Yes. So I start. I didn't have any context. I think I just like downloaded it because I needed something on my Kindle for. Mm-hmm. some trips and I hadn't mm-hmm. read it and so then I finally just recently read it when I went to Wellington um, I was like oh I'll bring my Kindle because I'm sharing a room with people and so I can like read at night without bothering people yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, so I started reading it is pretty heavy on the domestic violence um, however she does say at the end she, it the relationship is based on her mom um, like oh. her dad was really abusive to her mom, but her mom decided like when she and her sister were like three and five, like I'm leaving and wow. it's really interesting. So I'm like, so I, you know, I kind of don't fault her for writing what she knows. Um, and like for once the book is not about a writer, but it's like other experiences. So yeah, it is, it is a bit heavy <laughs> with being, um, domestic violence but the point I was making about that is like the main character in the book is like hot and cold in this kind of way and so like I don't know maybe just because I'm reading the book I'm reading the second one now 
um, mm. and reading and like seeing Ross behave like this. It's just like giving me the ick. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it anyway. is very like, and same thing in the next episode. Like he's just so up and down. It's just, it's so strange to me. And that's why I said it makes me feel like they're kind of coupley again because of this like, I don't know, like, his behavior is just like, <clears throat> yeah. He's not acting possessive, but he is acting like her boyfriend. Yeah. Um. Maybe they're kind of because you know Ross and Rachel's whole thing was like they sort of had that moment with the eye contact, and then yeah. they had the whole mix up with the ring. And they were sort of like, this is just too much. Let's revisit this. And then he got upset when she was giving out her numbers. But then that sort of went nowhere. And so, well, and I guess she started dating Joey. So, you know, there was the whole thing about them, like, they're both single again. And they have always wondered if they were going to get back together. So maybe that's why they're so familiar. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. Anyway, um, he she's going to go to Long Island with him. Uh, yeah, he's going to go with her um, because her dad had the heart attack. So they get to the hospital and he's like, I'm not going to go in. And the, wait, the um, nurse is like, he's pretty much out. <laughs> and so he's like, OK, I'll go in. Um, and Rachel has to go talk to the doctor. Ross puts his feet up on the bed and starts watching dinosaur <laughs> shows. And it awakes oh. Dr. Green, who's like, when you put your feet on my bed, it tugged on my catheter. Oh, Ouchie. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> um, and so then, you know, oh he, there's just the two of these guys when he's like, so how's it going? Oh, not so good. Had a heart attack. What about you? Can Knocked you up any other of my... <laughs> nope. Just the just one. one. <laughs> so they go back to Rachel's childhood home and they're in her bedroom and she's like thank you so much for coming out here with me um you know it just it, it really meant a lot this is really difficult and you know he's a doctor and so seeing him vulnerable like and like weak like this is yeah. just I never imagined it which is super hard yeah. um and so she he's like okay cool I'm gonna you know she's like oh well, you know I really just don't want to be alone tonight will you stick around and He's like, yeah, okay, I guess I can, like, to be honest with you, when when she's like, oh, will you stick around? And he's like, oh, I'll, like, put a mattress on the floor. I was a little bit like, the two of you have a history. You have a baby together. You're best friends. She's at, like, such a vulnerable low point. It actually wouldn't be that weird to me for him to just, like, get into her bed with her, like, as a friend. Yeah, I don't think it's weird. I think he's just trying to be respectful yeah which um, is fine he's just it's, like this yeah. is the proper thing to do and i'll stay in here with her and i guess just with like how close they are i wouldn't have immediately thought like oh something's coming you know what i mean like i i, I don't know i wouldn't have i wouldn't be surprised if like a really good guy friend who's like been my friend for a really long time i guess oh, yeah they do have the history, so that complicates it. But I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he was just like, sure, like I'll I'll come like I'll come hang out with you and talk with you in bed until you fall asleep or something like that. Obviously, she's wanting more, so she she's like <laughs> looking I, at him. I love this part. It's so when, funny. yeah, when he's like, oh, like put put a pallet on the floor, and she's like making eyes at him and mm-hmm. leans in to kiss, and he expertly evades the kiss. <laughs> 
the way she like puts her hands up for his face and then just like falls forward always falls forward yeah on the bed like cracks me up it's so funny because she's just going for it and he's she's like no right no and he's like look I just you're vulnerable I feel like I would be taking advantage and she's like what no I am offering enjoy I'm offering you the advantage enjoy enjoy it is so funny to me that all of these years, Ross reading into things, doing all this stuff. <laughs> the one time, the one time that she's like, "Please," he's like, "I, I just thought it would be the right thing." So, um, what do you I think don't about think- this? I want to hear because because he says so, you're compromised. One of us needs to mm-hmm. think clearly. Like it wouldn't be a good idea. And she's like, "We're both adults. I know that I want sympathy sex. Just do it." What do you think? I think I think that he for once is actually trying to like do the right thing instead of Dr. Geller, you're being silly, stop it. <laughs> um you know, like all that over the years, but I do think that he's like she's upset, she's not thinking straight, so I just am like extra buttoned up. But I also think, I don't know. Like, I think part of it is that he thinks it can't just be one time. That's true. He does think that it's about probably himself. Self- <laughs> no, no, no. Like, in self-preservation with Rachel. Oh, like, he's like, I don't want to reopen this. For himself. Like, not yeah, because, okay. like, that, I think that he knows that, She'd be fine with just tonight, and he probably wants more. That's a really good point. I don't know. So I think that that's underlying. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Dr. That's Geller, a really good you're point. You're being silly. Stop. Stop it. You're being silly. Stop it. Oh, so funny. But yes, so so he's so the next day they're at the hospital again, and you know, he's like, something wrong? And she's like, no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> F-Y-I. You know when no sounds right is when somebody <laughs> yells it and spits. And spits. <laughs> and she's like, F-Y-I, if a girl wants Here to have some sympathy sex, just do it. And he's like, I was doing the right thing. And she's like, well, how come I feel embarrassed and stupid <laughs> or whatever? And, and so then they get in a little argument. And he's like, okay, fine. Sex with us is off the table. We are never going to do it again. Enter Dr. Green. <laughs> oh, I just so love funny. it. I love it. Just walked right into that one. Yeah. Um, he, like, uh, honestly, Ross can do no right around I know. Chandler. Uh, around just, um, yeah, he Rachel's dad. Yeah, while he's ahead. He should just stop saying things. So anyway, that kind of is what happens with that. And then they're back at the apartment and Rachel's like, you know, thank you again so much for coming out there um, with me. And, um, you know, you're you're right. It probably is better that, you know, nothing happened. And I think she knows what she's doing here, but she is very. Oh, 100%. When she's like, it's a shame, though. It was really good. And she's not like doing it in like a shame, though. Such a shame we can never, you know, those hands. No, she's being casual. 
She's being very casual to make it think like it was his idea. So when she's like, you know, it's such a shame. I mean, it was really good. And, you know, then she's like, remember that time? And they're both kind of like, ooh. And then she's like, Ross, with you and me, it's never off the table. And then walks away. off the table. Yes. So there you go. Maybe they are being more coupley because they're both feeling like it's never off the table. Because it's never off the table. Yeah. Mm. I think that she definitely knows what she's doing. Agree with you. And that she is, like we've said, playing the man, not the game. Because it's just enough to get him thinking. Mm-hmm. And he likes to think that he's making all the decisions. So she's not making any for him. She's just like, I don't know. Just like. She's like, yeah. When she's like, it would just be such a waste. And he's like, I hate waste. waste. (laughs) (laughs) We can all take a page out of Rachel Green's book. I love the way he says that. I hate waste. And she's like, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, um, yeah. Interestingly. It's never off the table. Interestingly. The end of my fun facts. This is the last time that we see any of their parents. Oh. So yeah. say au revoir. Au revoir. Au <laughs> revoir. Parents. Um, yeah. That's it. That's how do you say parents in French? Um, I don't know. Ma mère and, and ma père. Um, ma mère. Ma mère mon... and ma père. Mon père. Mon frère <laughs> is my brother. Um. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is how great. How do you say parents in Spanish? Um. Yeah, I don't know that yeah, we learned that. Point. I That's know padre and madre, mare and pear. Padre and madre. Mama y uh, mama and baba. Abuela. In Mandarin. Abuelo. Grandparents. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Say parents in Spanish. We're gonna anyway, go this is not a language podcast, thank goodness. <laughs> Clearly. This is like language for the insane. Um, thank <sighs> you guys so much for joining us for um, the one where Joey ostensibly uh supposedly speaks french um supposedly. next week join us again and we're gonna do the one with princess consuela just to keep the spanish theme going yes ole <laughs> ole <laughs> all right we'll see you guys then bye see you then bye